it is on Conor McGregor against Dustin Poirier. Or should I say Dustin Poirier against Conor McGregor? Because whichever way you want to say it, it's been booked. The fight is happening. It is on. My name is Rahul Jaychand. This is the Battle Camp. Thank you very much for joining me. So, look, it's happening, man. UFC 264 has officially got a main event, and it's Dustin Poirier against Conor McGregor. And we're going back to Las Vegas. Viva Las Vegas. But we're not going back to the Apex. This fight will be at the T-Mobile Arena and there will be no restrictions in terms of fans attending the event. 20,000 tickets will be on sale. 20,000 tickets will get sold out. It will be in front of a packed house. And look, man, for me personally, all kind of COVID or political thought processes and all of that stuff, just throw all of that out the window just for a second. Because I tell you what, I miss, I miss, I miss lying in bed lying in bed with the UFC on the TV at four or five in the morning, watching people in the crowd go nuts over a big, big fight night. Uh, I feel like it really adds to the event, especially when it's a big, massive fight. Just the, just the, the tension, the atmosphere in the room when, 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 when Bruce Buffer is, is introducing both fighters and they're staring across the cage from each other or in boxing if his brother Michael Buffer is introducing two fighters in a stadium or an arena. I feel like the fans really add to the experience. So I'm looking forward to enjoying this fight with the added enhanced experience of having a live crowd in attendance. Now, if, if, <laughs> if what went down on social media over the last week is to be believed, um, this fight nearly never even happened. Do you know what I mean? They went from swapping, swapping sources and liquor to swapping insults on, on Twitter. I'm not even a rapper, I promise. I know that rhyme, but I'm not a rapper. Um, and like, I for one, look, for the record, personally, I, I didn't for one second believe that this fight's not going to happen. And <laughs> what I found really funny is when, when Conor McGregor tweeted out about, oh, I'll fight someone else. You must be new to money. I don't know what the words, it, the exact words he used are. But, you know, he basically said he's so upset with Dustin Poirier and his accusations of them going back on a promise or a, or a pledge that they made to to donate to uh, Dustin Poirier's charity. Conor McGregor was so upset about it. He said, I'll, I'll fight someone else. I don't need to fight you. And just as that happened, man, the reaction of people just makes me laugh because a portion of people on Twitter, um, they just took his word for it. So you had Conor McGregor fanboys basically telling us how, yeah, he's right. He's got every right to do that. He's the money fight. He should decide. He's got the power. And then you had kind of people that hate Conor McGregor, who I assume, just assume at this point, are Khabib fanboys telling us how much of a chicken Conor McGregor is. And I was just sat there thinking, man, how many times has Conor McGregor said things on Twitter that aren't necessarily true? Things that he necessarily doesn't believe. Things that he necessarily doesn't want. He's retired about 17 times on Twitter now, but he's fighting. He's fighting in July. Do you know what I mean? So just relax, take a chill pill. But the worst of the lot, the worst of the lot are actual lightweights in the UFC because they almost get this like, mm, mm, 
more. I have to. I have to tweet something now that Conor McGregor has said he might not fight Dustin. Like they, like RDA was one of them. RDA went and said, "Oh, I'll be ready to fight you in July 10th. Let's make it happen, eh? Let's make it happen." Michael Chandler. Michael Chandler was like, "Let's go back to back." Like his name's Drake. He wanted to fight Oliveira and then fight Conor McGregor. In July, and I'm just sitting there thinking to myself, have a bit of self-respect, man. Have a bit of pride, have a bit of decorum. Relax. Relax. If I was Noriega or Nori, I'd say, y'all better relax. Do you know what I mean? Like, it, did, it doesn't just chill, in it. These fights don't, like... I understand fighters want to get paid, and I understand that Conor McGregor is the biggest payday when it comes to uh, uh, an opponent or a potential opponent in the UFC. But you don't, you won't get the fight like this. So just chill, man. Just chill. That's my opinion anyway. But I mean, like I said, I never for one second believed that Conor McGregor uh, was was going to kind of back out of this fight over this whole donation issue, which on incidentally, like none of us know what's gone on between both teams. So just relax in it. Stop sharing an opinion about it. Uh, my only opinion about this whole situation is that if both teams sat down, it would easily get resolved. I'm pretty sure it's just a misunderstanding that can easily get get ironed out, right? That's just my opinion. I don't I don't necessarily think Conor McGregor's team are trying to back out, and I don't necessarily think that Dustin Poirier's team are going to do something untoward with the money. Do you know what I mean? Uh, what I do believe is I feel like this this kind of um, the dynamic between both of these two guys, Dustin Poirier and Conor McGregor, has been bubbling away. And I feel like this donation thing was just a, a, a tool that was used for things to bubble over effectively. Like I, I don't really necessarily believe that that the relationship was as strong as it's, as people thought it was, if that makes sense, between the two of them. It's even though they were being very cordial and very, very polite, uh, before the fight, I'm 100% certain Dustin Poirier had this fucking horrible feeling in the pit of his stomach that this motherfucker knocked me out and I need to get my revenge. And I'm pretty sure Conor McGregor at this moment has that very same feeling in the gut of his stomach. Do you know what I mean? So we are where we are. The fight has been booked. But look, just going back to Conor McGregor kind of um, pulling this fight away from Dustin Poirier in theory on Twitter, I wanted to touch on that a little bit. Because um, I was watching Morning Combat earlier this week and Luke Thomas and Rashad Evans were just discussing, uh, I think it was to do with Mike Perry, actually. They were talking about Mike Perry kind of um, not kind of being the same version he once was. And um, Rashad Evans kind of shared a lot of insight in terms of his own experience because he obviously... Um, he struggled towards the end of his career. A former, former light heavyweight champion who then kind of went on this losing streak and lost to fighters that he wouldn't have done when he was in his prime and he spoke about how initially when he was fighting how he f fighting was almost like a therapy for him and it helped him deal with emotional and mental issues that he was struggling with as a as a as a I don't know whether a child teenager adolescent whatever you want to call it but it was he was dealing with things that went he went through in his life and and the output of that was him being able to be aggressive in the octagon and as his life progressed and things uh, you'd assume got a little bit more comfortable 
um, he found that he just didn't have that competitive edge anymore in the octagon. He didn't have that energy that was in him that he directed as aggression in the octagon. He, he couldn't call on that anymore to to fight and that is what he attributes his um his performances to or lack of performances when he went on this losing streak and i'm interested to see whether conor mcgregor is suffering from a similar plight because one thing that i will say is and and this isn't just in mma um this is just across sports in general i feel like i feel like experts analysts just normal people like you and i uh, put too much stock put too much weight in a fighter or a team's last performance their last result um like people just draw out all sorts of conclusions um using conor mcgregor as example after he lost his dustin poirier like true geordie was sat there getting purple in the face talking about how he doesn't have it anymore he doesn't have it he doesn't want it he doesn't he doesn't um he doesn't have the edge and all of this stuff and i felt like well look everybody's entitled to have a bad day at the office and like i always say nobody nobody is as good as they say they are as the, nobody's as good as they say they are and nobody's as bad as they say you are do you know what i mean like i just feel like just as in general in general the way people observe things they're just very they just they just cling to that first initial opinion that that reaction and that is it and 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 I, I never, I feel like it's more grey than that. It's never as black and white as they make out. Um, but going back to Richard Evans as the example in this, um, he started having one too many bad days in the office, which is what led him to the conclusion of him just not mentally having the same fire that he once had. And um, like I say, we've been seeing and, 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 and I've been seeing a lot of opinions about Conor McGregor. And about how he just doesn't have it. He's he's used to the the lavish lifestyle. Um, he shouldn't be the one that's um, um, calling the shots in his own camp. Um, you know, all sorts of opinions and, and and things of that nature. And for me personally, and even though I've just told you guys, I didn't believe that Conor McGregor was going to walk away from this fight. One thing that you can, I personally, um, my opinion on Conor McGregor is, no matter how flashy he is no matter how um, kind of um, vocal he is, how many different interests he has outside of the sport, all of his business, his business empire, you can actually call it an empire, like that's what he's grown with this whiskey company. Um, no matter what's going on outside, outside the octagon, he's always had a competitive edge and you've seen it, you saw it when he, um, when he lost to Nate Diaz. And off the back of that, that defeat, he, he had to, he had to right that wrong and they had to fight out welterweight, even though Nate Diaz, uh, would have at that time preferred to have fought at lightweight and lightweight would have been a more, uh, would have made more sense for Conor McGregor, but he needed for that fight to be under the same circumstances they were in when he lost. And he had that same sort of reaction after he lost to Dustin Poirier. And if he was, willing to walk away from a rematch with Dustin Poirier over this whole kerfuffle around this donation for me that would have said well well he's just he's lost his edge he's not he's not the same guy that he once was because right now if he's still an elite fighter in my opinion his priority priority right now should be I need to get this win I need to get this fight back I need to beat Dustin Poirier and that's what interests me about this fight I'm looking forward to watching what happens on fight night watching what version of Conor McGregor turns up watching how Dustin Poirier deals with whatever version of Conor McGregor stood in front of him watching how both of them deal with having fans in attendance watching whether that actually um 
whether that actually um, influences your performance in a positive or negative way for both fighters. Do you know what I mean? Like this is under totally different circumstances, and I'm not I'm not obviously making a, a prediction or anything like that right now, but like there's a lot there's a lot going on in terms of both fighters uh, in the lead up to this fight, and I feel like it's got a lot of I feel like it's got so many like good ingredients to make for a, a really good event, and I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it. Let me know what you guys think about the stuff that I've said in this video. Um, if you've enjoyed it, like it, share it, and subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Um, and comment if, if I didn't mention stuff that you want to talk about. Feel free to comment below and I will definitely respond if you're not talking absolute shit. Thank you so much for your time. I'll catch you guys on the next one.